Welcome back to Rebels Rewatch. Today we're going to be talking about Twilight of the Apprentice. What's up guys and finally welcome back to our conversation on and look at Rebels. Yeah. Star Wars Rebels. Uh, it has been a while. Um, yes. It's because this is such a special episode. So special. Took so much work. Uh, you know, just lots of things and, and, and feelings and stuff and mm -hmm. excuses. And <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Um, uh, so doing Rebels has proven iffy uh, this season. Yes. Uh, we've had a few conversations with ourselves about how to do this because... Uh, it's just comes down to it seems like doing two episodes a week is good and solid doing more than that has felt stretchy mm -hmm. it's felt taxing yeah and we're going into the holiday season which is a very busy season for both of us yeah and so not for lack of love for rebels uh yeah. because we've had several times where we've fully intended to to do it we've gotten uh ready to start and just stuff you know and well and part of it's we're our own worst critics i guess so like the fear of putting out anything that we would think of as less than um you know just kind of dominates you know this idea of like no it's not good enough we can't do it or 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 stuff like that so i don't know some of it's self-imposed but some of it's just life ar arrangements and everything so um yeah, it's just been really hard getting to this uh, because yeah. there's also been other things like with Nerdyverse, like, hey, we are planning to do these things. <clears throat> hey, Star Wars, these things are dictated by these things. Like, you know, uh, the other shows kind of had things pushing them to completion, whereas Rebels is more of a passion project. Um, something we do because we enjoy doing it. We enjoy the rest of it, too, but usually the rest of it is tied to other things you know to yeah. be a good star wars podcast and all of that stuff um so unfortunately this one's just kind of been a struggle to get to so i mean yeah we're we're owning that it's been it's yeah. been tough uh and and whatnot so uh just right off the bat and we'll more formally announce it on twitter so that everybody because not everybody listens to rebels um you know we are thankful for the little following that it has uh, because we like talking rebels Mm -hmm. But uh, we'll more formally announce it. But uh, what we're going to do is uh, we're going to do two episodes a week. Um, it's just going to be a little bit of work to do that. So what, what it's going to be is after this, this is going to be the last time we do a Rebels uh, sort of independent, if it if that yeah. even makes sense. Um, a formal Rebels rewatch. Yeah, I mean, it'll still be Rebels rewatch. It'll just be... Uh, one week we're going to do a main show and Nerdyverse, and then one week we're going to do Rebels and Nerdyverse. So I guess almost imagine it more so as every other week the main show is going to be Rebels Rewatch, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Um, we're going to try that. Uh, you know, we want to be able to get through Rebels. Um, there's still a lot uh, ahead of you. Mm -hmm. um that's the whole thing is that like this is your first viewing of it and this yeah. this the episode we're talking about today is significant Who but there's so it? much uh there's so much more 
and we want to be able to get to it. We don't want to just stop something we love doing. I haven't even gotten to the water buffalo yet. Exactly. So in order to do that, I mean, it's going to, who knows, maybe after the first of the year, we'll be able to go back. It'll be able to be normal. I don't know. But for us to be able to do Rebels now, it's going to look like this. Like that, I think that's what we've kind of come to terms with is it's going to have to change for us to be able to do what we want to do. Um, You know, and there's no bosses telling us what to do. This is just our podcast, our little corner of the internet. And we're wanting to do what both feels good and makes us happy, but also uh, pleases people that have been kind of keeping up with us, uh, have been following and and, uh, invested. So yeah, so all that to say, uh, we're glad to finally be here talking about uh, Twilight of the Apprentice. Yes, Twilight Um, Princess. Arguably my favorite episode. I mean, it's two part, but Mm -hmm. like this is peak big rebels moment for me. Oh, it's very good. I mean, a lot of people would disagree with me, but don't disagree with me on Twitter and at me. Not because I can't handle confrontation because I'm a, a, a wee man, but <laughs> I I don't want you you to share your favorite moments and those spoil. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> those also, that's, that's also something that we've been dodging lately is spoilers. Yeah. I mean, thankfully being an older show, like the worst day, <laughs> uh, it, it sucks because I love it, but Rebels Remembered Day. Yeah. Uh, you you know, told me to stay off Twitter that entire Yeah, day. it like it really sucks because I love that and I can't really engage or share those stories and everything. Um, you know, it's it's tough, but like that's the worst day. But usually, usually it's not hard to dodge rebel stuff unless somebody's just really in their feelings about something. Yeah. Uh, and it's usually those moments that some people would be like, no, <laughs> this is bigger. This is better rebels. And, and I'm not saying it's, it, it my thing is, this has some of the biggest, like, climactic emotional uh, depth oh, yeah. of, of some of my Rebels investments and everything. I, you know, this is just to say it's top of my list, not that it's only thing on the list. There's a lot of, there's many more great moments, and I can't wait to talk about them. Yeah. Uh, but this, like, this was big when, it, when I first watched it and, and yeah. felt it and all of that stuff. So you've had, you've had a lot of promise for these. I have indeed, because you know what keeps me watching something? Maul. The promise of Darth Maul. <laughs> exactly. And uh, there were so many times where it's like, hey, how, how'd you like that episode? It's like, it was good. Uh, and it's just like, well, we're almost there. You know, <laughs> Maul's just around the corner. Here's and the thing, even though, if he wasn't. <laughs> I know that he's going to die in Rebels. I know yes. that for a fact. Yeah. I don't want to think about that. Yeah. I don't want to think about the fact that my favorite character, I'm going to see him die in front of my eyes by the hands of your favorite character. <laughs> one of them. I, <laughs> Obi-Wan Kenobi is one of your favorite I like characters. Obi-Wan. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Okay. We've, I've sure. never, I've never gotten deep into my feelings. I, I love Obi-Wan. Yes. I, favorite is, uh, you know. Well, that's why I corrected myself I and said one of your favorites. I, know that I, I feel is... like anybody could get in there. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like many a people could get in there. And one of my favorites, like, yeah. it's like when I talk about uh, Bible verses where, you know, I'm like getting into Bible study and it's just like, oh man, this is one of my favorite Bible verses. <laughs> and it's like, you said that last week and it's like, I know, cause I love them all. And uh, <laughs> no, it, it, it's a goof, but also kind of 
legit, but also still a goof kind of thing. Yeah. Where it's you like, love all Star Wars characters except for Pongro. Uh, I don't mind Pongro actually. You suck. You don't like Pongro. I don't like Pongro, and I get that. But I love the moral complexity of you know, like just a regular old Joe Jedi mm-hmm. being like, "Yo." Things are going bad, and I'm looking out for numero uno, which is Mio, and yeah. Like, there's something interesting to that, because we're mm-hmm. made to believe only Anakin can be a Jedi that falls, and blah, blah, blah. Um, but, no, so anyway, but, uh, yeah, like, that's one of the big moments. Um, and um, I have to save all my thoughts for it there, but, I mean, you know, I, I get that. Yeah. I don't think you're going to have as hard of a time as you think you will have with it. Though. Well, apparently it's over like that, so whatever. Well, yes. Um, and. <laughs> I mean, it is it is what it is. Uh, we're not talking about that, though. Okay. Um, yeah, this I, I built this up a lot. And you did. Much like the whole... It, it didn't start off with the promise of Darth Maul for Clone Wars for you. Um, I he think definitely it, helped. I mean, eventually... I don't think when we started, Maul was that idolized with you. Like, no. I think you liked him. I here's I don't the, think until he came into Clone Wars. It was the fifth viewing of the Phantom Menace. <laughs> Something like that. It was like when I realized actually watching that bit and being like, oh, dang. Mm-hmm. Oh, dang. This is a good fight. And then... Like you said, Maul coming into the Clone Wars and having that promise of a prequels character like that. Well, they're all prequels characters, but you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like having that big of a villain return. And mm-hmm. I, I just, I got so excited for no reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I, I think you're right. The solidification of Maul becoming my favorite character happened in the Clone Wars. Yeah. It was, you know... Before that, it was a lot of jumping around between, you know, Leia and Padme because they are both very, very good, very admirable, very honorable characters. Mm -hmm. But then you get Maul being his quiet Bond villain self. And I don't (laughs) know. I know what it was. (laughs) It was, I think it was the first episode that he was actually in where you get the screaming madman. Mm. And then that shift is very good. Like Yeah. Um they they really work a lot in uh for him. Mm-hmm. Both in introducing him and kind of setting up who you think he's gonna be, but then completely changing gears yeah, with that and definitely. really making him his own. Um and so with him ending ending up as your favorite, you know, that provided a lot of i you're gonna like how they they take him from here yeah um you know everything you loved about him in clone wars it it only solidified i knew this would be intriguing to you 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 Um, knew before we watched it that i was gonna love this episode yeah and i did um and i also wanted to just like break your heart with uh clone wars feels which is way more powerful because now you've seen season seven which us noobs uh back in the day didn't have Mm -hmm. we went straight from clone wars to this uh so there i I don't know what that means it for for me it's like there was such a bigger gap 
there yeah. there was none of the they almost could have they they met again they we didn't even have uh the ahsoka novel or anything like it was literally just they said goodbye to her in in an episode and then she's in rebels and now oh wait hang on that darth vader's in rebels too like how's that gonna work um yeah and this was this episode was the answer to that um it was it, it kind of wasn't the answer to a lot of things dude that moment in the episode mm-hmm. it just yeah. oh it hurt so uh because it's been a little while and also just to kind of set up we're not going to kind of like walk through oh, yeah. the beats of the episode because there's too many big concepts to talk about i think um but essentially season two has been a little bit more personal journey mm-hmm. uh especially for the jedi so season one was very much hey we're developing ourselves as a family and we're coming to terms with there's other people like us fighting the empire. We should join them. Mm-hmm. And so uh, in season two, that's what happens <clears throat> is they become rebels. They're, you know, rebels being the name of the show uh, is misleading because they're only rebels some of the time, like yeah. uh, most of season two and three, but the rest of it, they're the ghost, ghost crew. They're, they're themselves, if that makes sense. So, but season two has been about legitimizing them as a part of the rebellion. Mm-hmm. But along the way, their run-ins with the Inquisitors, who aren't the Empire but represent the Empire, has Kanan worried because it's this idea of, it's bad enough fighting stormtroopers. It's bad mm-hmm. enough fighting fascism, uh, <laughs> you know, to also have to fight, like, evil religious zealots and such that want to kill me because of my faith. Like, that's a whole nother level. And guess what? I can fight them. Mm-hmm. but not everybody can yeah you know Hera is good with a blaster but that doesn't make her a formidable challenge against an inquisitor mm-hmm. so then led them on this spirit journey of all right this is jedi business how do we handle this and we get a really cool episode one uh, you know overshot overshone overshone shined overshadowed uh I, sure by a lot of other things but i really love the lothal temple episode yeah where it's a good episode um, they all have their great moments um that was one of the last ones we we talked about um you know you have the quote-unquote redemption question mark of the grand inquisitor Mm -hmm. getting backstory for him as well um but uh with ahsoka you have this moment with yoda um and everything and he's like hey go to malachor yeah which i i will say i would love some of the expansion on that mm-hmm. why why go to malachor what 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 did yoda you know like did he know yeah. all of this was going to happen or did he you know like there's there's not real answer i mean they needed a reason to know about malachor a mm-hmm. and two to go to malachor yeah and both are answered with yoda said so yoda said so that's the answer for a lot of things in star wars and so whatever the reasoning and everything their whole thing is whatever we need to be able to stop this Mm -hmm. uh involves going to malachor yes and this is all jedi business although arguably they wouldn't have gotten in as much trouble if they brought their friends honestly no yeah like usually that's the the advice is it actually would have been easier with friends yeah uh hashtag life 
The real adventure was friendship the whole time. So that's a big summation. There's all kinds of other things that happen in season two, but in terms of what informs this episode mostly, mm-hmm. um, that's it. Is they've been on a journey of Jedi business to try and figure out how do we stop the Inquisitors or whatever and be able to get back to the rebellion um, so that people we love don't die. Yeah. Uh, you know, a usual Star Wars issue. Um, and so that's the thing. They're they're going to Malachor. They're going to Malachor, yeah. which is the home world of the Sith. One of them? One of them. Um, I mean, we don't it's really have a definitive <laughs> Sith home world. We just have worlds that Sith liked the most. True. So <laughs> these were areas that the Sith uh, like kind of took over and everything. Um, and there's a lot of intrigue with yes. this. This shows some really good dark side history oh dude the first shot that we get when they land on malachor it looks so gorgeous but also very dark and broody um and dusty for yeah so somehow for whatever reason they end up beneath the crust of the planet because that's where the the real stuff is um i'm not sure what does that what's interesting though is there's a sith temple under the jedi temple Mm mm-hmm but the premise is that the Jedi Temple was built on top of it. That's why it's under there. But I have to wonder if they have a habit of, they like going beneath. Like, you know where like a Jedi Temple, you like, you almost look like uh, light side is positive. So it's a plus. So you go above ground. Dark side is negative. So you go below ground. Because look at yeah. Exegol. Like you have to take an elevator to get there or jump. <laughs> if you're bitten so low <laughs> i don't have time for this <laughs> i must jump on this giant chain ow <laughs> <laughs> the only word we get from ben solo is ow don't mind me oh gosh um <laughs> yeah it's just weird that that's a common um house design for them uh regardless of why it's under there it's under there um and I, I guess the premise is supposed to be, or the insinuation is it has something to do with whatever happened at Malachor. Yeah. Uh, because once they get down there, it looks like uh, that episode of Doctor Who, where Peter Capaldi wasn't the doctor. Uh, the one with Pompeii. Oh, that's a good one. That's yeah, a very good one. Very good episode. Uh, also yeah. had uh, Karen Gillan as, did. N- as not Amy Pond. No, as uh, one of the the little priestesses. Yeah, I don't know why I said little. Little priestess. She's like t- she's probably taller than me. She looks taller than <laughs> she me. She is tall. She's like <laughs> five nine. Right. Um, Ugh, so five, that wouldn't be taller than me. No, I don't know. It's taller than you. Nah, I don't know. Well, if she's wearing heels, it's not fair. Um, <laughs> okay. If she can wear heels, I can, and I that levels can the playing field. I think you would look nice in heels. I you think got so nice gams. Uh, but yeah, like the, the landscape shows some catastrophe. Yes. Um, I would think this would stick with Ezra, uh, but it's just Ezra, Kanan and Ahsoka, by the way. Yes. I would think it would stick with Ezra for a later point when it's like, Hey, do the thing and all will be revealed or better or whatever, whatever the prom. Like, it's not a real promise. It's not like it's, it's. It's crap, okay? Whatever, like he was just saying something to get Ezra to, to do the thing. Yeah, but like it's Maul. If why wouldn't you think? Wait, maybe the thing is what did this to the people and turned it into that one 
old lady's yard with too many statues. Uh, like <laughs> too many a, spirits. Right, <laughs> too many. Um, whatever, but uh, yeah, like it just, it, it insinuates evil and bad stuff has happened. I mean, just take a look at the color palette, Ezra. Oh yeah, it's all black. It's all black, all black. a little bit of red. Uh, right. Well, they know it's dark side. They know it's bad. Like they know yeah. that much. Um, and, uh, the cool thing is later, uh, in Star Wars comics in the Darth Maul one shot, they actually show why, uh, Darth Maul would know about this. They, they actually had a little bit more of it apparently in the original script. Um, apparently this one was a hard one to write, which makes sense. It's got a lot to accomplish. Um, but this was somewhere that Padawan, uh, Darth Maul, yes, uh, was brought to. He sniffed the dust. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and so, like, this was uh, one of the places that made him who he is in terms of hating Jedi and like just uh, like mm-hmm. anger, like just, which is weird because when we first see him, he's just very not himself he's very hunched over very skeletal right yeah well what do you think of the design like the look of because he's it's a different look obviously than clone wars yeah it's much more he has a much longer face Mm -hmm. uh his tattoos are a little bit more defined um i think if i can get a good picture they they definitely made him look a little bit more sallow like Mm -hmm. he's definitely not the beef boy that he was in the clone wars which Mm -hmm. Wasn't terrible. I don't even think he looked that like depleted when no. they found him on the trash planet. No, like they, he definitely was scrawnier uh, than when he was at his peak as uh, Moss Ball, Ball, yeah. Ball, Mall, Mall Boss, Mall Boss. <laughs> if I can call them Mall Cops, you can call them Mall Boss. Baby. Um, yeah, like I think like by Shadow Collective time, he he'd eaten himself back healthy and everything like yeah. that he, like he looked more phantom menace um yeah whereas here definitely i mean no telling how long he's been here last we saw he was with uh kira in solo so it's like mm-hmm. and we don't know what, what's happened between what happened and... you know solo so yes well I, I feel like i feel like they need to leave that one alone for, for solo two <laughs> and then like solo three so like give yeah. me a trilogy give me a solo trilogy i'd love that yeah um I, I I go back and forth on the design of this mm-hmm. one. I like some of it. I definitely like him more in this than yeah. you'll see later. I like um, season seven Maul mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah. I think that's, again, peak kind yeah. of period where he's definitely leaning back to Sithness, uh, getting back to Sithness. Uh, <laughs> Taking care of Sithness. <laughs> um, whereas Shadow Collective is very... No, I'm kind of doing my own thing, yeah. my own gig. I'm eating fruit. Whereas here, it's just very much just whatever fits. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he doesn't even have a shirt, for goodness sake. Like, And knowing that it was him at first, I, I feel like it would have been a much better reveal if I had no idea that he was going to be in Rebels. Oh, yeah. you like you Like, you don't really get to have that moment of, yeah. like, what... Yeah, meanwhile, as soon as I see a figure coming up out of the... T- <laughs> My boy! Well, it was so it's so interesting because, I mean, everybody thought, or a lot of people thought, <clears throat> wow, it's already crazy and big enough to bring Ahsoka back. Yeah. Um, 
kind of makes sense. She, you know, she was still out there. Of course, she'd want to fight back when the Empire took over. Makes sense. Darth yeah. Maul, what? What the heck? Yeah. Um. And so, yeah, he he comes out and introduces himself as like the old master and kind of yeah. leads Ezra along. Uh, a lot of people uh, relate this to what Yoda did, actually. This whole thing of putting on a facade yeah. to kind of feel out what 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 are you doing? What are you looking for? Like, it's interesting. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know what it says that they both use the same <laughs> tactics of trying to figure out their young ward's intentions, but... Yeah, <laughs> I think it's fair. Like, how, how are you going to gauge what someone desires or is looking for unless you act a little bit crazy at first? I mean, I definitely do that with new hires at the Barnes & Noble. Yeah. I just act like a wee-woo crazy person, and then all of a sudden... So, like, the whole reason they're separated is there's Inquisitors here. Uh, and apparently, I, I don't know... I mean, Star Wars said it, so I guess so, but Star Wars can be wrong sometimes. Apparently, this is the first episode where they uh, do the naming convention um, when they introduce the fifth brother. So the fifth brother, oh. the Django Jumper uh, one, he's new. He's introduced here. He's looking for Maul, which is interesting because the only reason Maul has a lightsaber is because, because of an Inquisitor, which yeah. is really cool. Um, but what? here's what's trippy, Okay. This happens in Rebels, right? Yes. Okay. Yes, yeah. It does. And he has this lightsaber. It's the same lightsaber he has in Solo. So even by he killed an Inquisitor early, like really <laughs> early on, like he's had that lightsaber for a while. What if Anakin sent an Inquisitor after him, and he was like, "Are, are you kidding?" Me? Well, that's the that's the thing is like. I feel like that's the connection. Yes. Why would Kira dump Maul? What what would transpire to lead them to Malachor? I, it's because he knows there's Sith business going on. Yeah. And he's already made an enemy out of himself to Darth Vader and the Emperor again. So, like, I feel like he's going crazy and can't run the business because he's worried about Sith stuff. And she's just like, all right, well, I'm going to kick you out now. <laughs> I'm taking this business for myself. Um you know, business opportunity. <clears throat> but anyway, um, and so, yeah, but apparently this is the first time they've done that. I did. I, I could have sworn. Mm -hmm. I could have sworn we knew it was the eighth I, brother and yeah. second or seventh sister. Like, I don't know, man. That it's really crazy to me that we've gone this entire season and there it's just now named. But uh, yeah, so that's the naming convention, mm -hmm. apparently. So yeah. yeah, Inquisitor there from all. They like, get separated and whatnot and so maul is hanging out with ezra going into the temple yes. and this is what i'm talking about this is the whole thing of hey we got to go do the thing you seek power you want to save your friends you want to get revenge mm -hmm. uh, you know big pointy uh pyramid crystal is going to do that mm -hmm. um yeah and, and then, then ahsoka and kanan just aren't there because if dad and mom were or if dad and aunt ahsoka were there <laughs> then Ezra would not make bad bad choices. And he does, like, question a little bit. He asks Maul if he's a Jedi or a Sith. And Maul has some very good dialogue, which I'm He's dodgy, read. yeah. Well, oh, yeah. But here's the thing, is technically, if he says no to being a Sith, he's not wrong. He's not Darth Maul. Nope. I mean, even when he names himself later, he says Maul. Mm -hmm. Like, he's renounced Darth at yeah. this point. But his answer is good. 
He says, the Sith took everything from me, ripped me from my mother's arms, murdered my brother, used me as a weapon, and then cast me aside, abandoned me. Once I had power, now I have nothing. See, here's the thing, and and this is what he's exploiting. The idea that only Sith are bad, only Jedi are good. Mm -hmm. Because just because he's not a Sith doesn't make him not evil. Yes. But, and that's the thing. Why would I, why would I be a Sith? The Sith have hurt me. Mm-hmm. Okay, but that doesn't make you good. So are you good? If like legally, if you're a cop, you have to tell me. <laughs> you have to tell me. <laughs> you, so legally, you have to tell me if you're a cop or a furry. But that's the thing is like, just because we're not one or the other thing, like just because you're a Christian doesn't mean you're a good person. Yeah. Just because you're and not a Christian doesn't make you a bad person. Like yeah. there, there's so many things where it's just like, not being a thing, not being an identifier doesn't necessarily dictate your character. Yes. Not being a Sith doesn't dictate you are a good dude. Like I mm-hmm. like I'd let you pet sit for me. <laughs> like no. <clears throat> Fluffy is going to die. It's almost as if people are multifaceted and cannot be judged on one singular part of their be, personality. People can't even be good or bad. No. I I go on to that fully like if you want to get into theological semantics about it then i mean well no i'm still right uh uh, but it's just this idea like i don't like we can't even boil it down to that we can't even really trust that we're right good and all that stuff like we at, at a point we have to lean on faith that we're doing the right thing um that we're doing our best that we're trying to be good yeah but at the end of the day I'm I'm not a hundred percent good. I, I'm not perfect. Uh, you know, it's none of us are. And so, this I, idea of you know sussing up one's intentions with such little descriptors and mm-hmm. categories, um, it it's number one here we see easily exploitable. Yeah. And number two, I think it's some of the things that. Um, like the newer movies like the last jedi kind of pushes back against in the end like to, <clears throat> to say that the force belongs or the the light belongs to the jedi it, it is uh you know prideful and stupid and it, right just because you're a jedi means you're the only good version of using the force just because you're a sith you're only wrong and bad i mean that was the whole mentality of the attachments argument mm-hmm. oh attachments are bad that makes you a sith and it's no only like, sith deal and absolutes right only a jedi with attachments was able to save the chosen one like because of his attachments that, yeah so it's like that that's why like i'm not saying the sith never did anything wrong and aren't bad <laughs> all all that morality uh conversation aside but i just mean like boiling it down that simply is just not possible no but uh, i like the the point out of no I, the sith bad They've been bad to me too. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, e- even even serial killers pay taxes. Here's the thing. So, <laughs> like, I'm just I'm just saying it. Like, well, most of them. So it's yeah. this idea of like, yeah, just because the serial killer doesn't like the government doesn't make them not bad. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, even bad people can get treated badly and hate other bad people. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. Uh, I feel like that's a, a bigger rabbit trail. I'm making it a bigger rabbit trail than, <laughs> than it is. Uh, it's in your nature. The The big point is uh, Ezra and Maul uh, rescue this uh, Sith holocron. 
Yes. Uh, which is really great. And I want to say one of the first times, if not the first time, we see a Sith holocron. I think so. I, I think it is. Um, this is the key to the temple. Um, don't really know why. <laughs> because holocrons don't... It don't work they don't, like They're not it. supposed to, but like I get you don't want to introduce entirely new relic lore. So I guess it makes sense that they would also be conduits for force energy and can do stuff too, I guess. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so um, yeah, so it's this big race. Uh, and what's really interesting is the meetup of, uh, hey guys, meet my new friend. Yeah, uh, and a very well done shot where he's standing in the doorway of the temple and just being mall yeah. for a minute. Um. You know, I feel for Kanan's struggle. Like, so the first half of this is loaded with Ezra struggle. Mm-hmm. Then we get into Kanan Ahsoka struggle. It kind of transitions here. Because now that Maul's kind of back with the crew and everything, uh, the big thing now becomes, all right, let's try this thing. Uh, you know, we have no other choice. I mean, we're being chased by Inquisitors. Let, let's see if it works. Mm-hmm. Um and so it kind of transitions then because Kanan's struggle is he's always had an he's always been self-conscious of uh, of training Ezra. Mm-hmm. You know, his whole journey when they went to the Lothal temple was about you know, there's nothing you can do. I'm going to you know, I'm going to take the boy and turn him to the dark side and you you got to suck it and it's just like I I got to trust that I've trained him well and hope that he can make the right decision and here is this playing out where he's for the first time got a real fork in the road and kanan doesn't like it but he's also having to kind of be like you know what i don't know i can't make you i can't force you to see it my way like you know he doesn't know maul the only one that knows maul and has history enough to like just be straight out nope is is ahsoka yeah uh lady soka lady um or Lady Tano, he says. Uh, so, but yeah, it's just interesting. And again, season seven Clone Wars makes it even more interesting because she already knows she could kick his butt. <laughs> and she should have. Uh, yeah, like the Inquisitors kind of just get written off. They're all dead yeah. now. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> they, get, they get picked off like a horror movie. Yeah, like it's just meh. Uh, they're not important now because uh, the... We've got the real climax. Yeah, we have Kanan getting slashed in the face. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, I had seen so many pictures of Kanan with, like, the the J-Guy's mask on mm -hmm. and with blind eyes. And I was just like, what the heck happens? And then all of a sudden this happens and I'm like, oh. Yeah. That uh, it, was, it was an interesting choice of them to name their one of their main characters yeah. because, like, that's a serious handicap. It is. Uh, even He's for a Jedi. Blind. Yeah. Uh, this now changes a, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> well, he goes through a transition. Like, this changes a lot of dynamic for his character. Like, mm-hmm. when we get into season three, it's going to be interesting talking about it with you of, you know, this this starts a different thing for Kanan. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a whole new struggle for him. And uh, it's really interesting. But, man, the whole thing, like, of you know, oh, <coughs> this calamity took place however long ago but sure here's this uh this um jedi knight uh temple guard mask yeah uh, you know because we got to have a cool moment i do love it though but this was foreshadowed too though 
Yeah. Um, in, in his little vision moment and everything. But ultimately, he's able to kind of push back Maul. Um, this was interesting because apparently at one point in the script, you know, this, this still happens, but Maul then goes on. Uh, Kanan doesn't bounce back to defeat Maul. Darth Vader defeats Maul, apparently. Um, that would have been awesome. That would have been really that cool. Been so awesome. Um, but you know for a fact that Vader would not have pulled any punches. Maul would not have been able oh, to Maul get would, away. No, that would he be would that, they would have killed him. Like I, I real they didn't really go like, into what what the uh, uh, end game would have been. But yeah. I have to believe that their their original idea was should we kill Maul? Yeah. <laughs> like is wouldn't, this how it happens? Wouldn't it be funny? Wouldn't it be just to, poetic? Well, I, I'd have to say I I kind of would have been interested in it in, yeah. in in a different work because i think the last time uh ahsoka and maul spoke and mm-hmm. fought it was over the fact that she was not willing to let anakin go like he w- his whole thing was i've got to kill skywalker because he knew mm-hmm. who skywalker was going to be so to kind of come up like i knew this was going to happen and then have uh you know new lapdog just straight up shank you in the face (laughs) like that would have been i mean it would have been very uncompassionate but it would have been interesting and and very poetic oh yeah and also i was i was also thinking what if he died like star killer did at one point with like wasn't it there was a star killer death with a lightsaber through the chest from darth vader oh probably i mean that boy got a lot That poor baby. Yeah, there. Uh, that, I mean, that's one thing with uh, the Force Unleashed is yeah. all of the kills, all of the action is very like, oh, overkill, yeah. overkill. Like, well, even Star Killer doing the killing himself. Like, well, the thing is, like, so because in, in so many of the movies, so many kills are just slash, slash, like just a graze against the chest. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, you can't live with that. Uh, which I mean, I'm not great. Like legitimately that that's death mm-hmm. but yeah no and, and force unleashed it's so crazy uh so yeah probably somebody got some ch- some lightsabers in the chest somewhere around oh, yeah. there like it's it's crazy I, I only remember the one where he's crushed by something i don't remember which it, what it was hmm? I, it's been a long time since i've watched cutscenes from the force unleashed mm-hmm. that's it okay it was just a thought i love when you tell I me was, stories i was thinking like oh it's sam what He's Starkiller and also Maul. That yeah. would have been funny. And also that guy in that one scene. Oh, wait. No, was it? That was a fun five minutes on the internet. Let's just um, like have a compilation of people who look like Sam Whitworth. <laughs> right, apparently. Uh, which, I mean, ca- kind of a compliment. Right? I mean, you know, kind of a compliment. He's a handsome guy. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I mean, the big business is the showdown of yeah. uh, Vader and Ahsoka. Um, this was the big buildup. This was the moment where it's just like, mm-hmm. regardless of what happens to the rest of the characters, this needed to happen. This yes. closure needed to happen. Um, it's interesting because, uh, oh gosh, when was this episode, uh, released? I don't even know. It was before, um, I think it was before the Ahsoka book oh well well before i mean i don't remember what year um it was but a good year <laughs> maybe i don't know is any year know. good no. no year is good like stop thinking that all problems are going to go away in 2021 like changing the calendar does not change life i'm sorry 
Excuse me, sir. There is no such thing as a good year. We're talking about Star Wars. (laughs) So, uh, in this, whenever it came out, 15 or 16, I can't remember, um, one of Vader's first lines to Ahsoka is, it was foretold you would be here. Mm -hmm. They never followed up until last year in Charles Soule's Darth Vader comic when an infinite loop got created where he's in this other world on Mustafar and he's seeing his life transpire from beginning to seemingly end. And one of the scenes is that. And it's what, like, what's interesting is it's this, this scene where he says that this is the foretelling of that scene that he's talking about was foretold like it's this infinite We've loop. We've seen this. Yeah, like what's well, this infinite <laughs> like the the line and logic of it was foretold you would be here is literally him hearing himself say that mm-hmm. in the future when he's already seeing what he's seeing now. Do you think like, that's it's so him fun- giving like it's into so the- trippy? Yeah. Huh? Do you think that's him giving into the fate of what's going to happen as I think that's I think that's another nail in the coffin of like oh, I guess you can't change things. Yeah. Like this is this is what the dark side said was going to happen. Yeah. So, like, clearly everything else I saw has to be true and real and is going to happen. Like, it's mm-hmm. just more evidence for him to remain Darth Vader. Yeah. So. Oh. Yeah. Ow. So, yeah, that's a m- way more meaningful line now. Um, yeah. But, yeah, like, um, I, there's so many great lines uh, in that whole exchange. I am no Jedi. Yeah, well, it's just... Um, it's like, uh, what's he say? Like, it doesn't have it, but um, not word for word, but it's a matter of like, I, I left you before, I'm not leaving you again or something like that. Yeah. And he said, uh, no, it's not quite that, but uh, it's along the lines of, you know, she, she plans to get revenge. Oh, no, uh, yeah. he says Anakin Skywalker was weak. I killed him. Yeah. then I'll have to avenge him or something like that. Yeah. And he's like, revenge is not the Jedi way. And can no we Jedi. can we just linger on the truth that that's James Earl Jones talking to Ashley Eckstein? Yeah. Like, that that's is awesome. so powerful to me. Like, I love that that's what it is. It's not Scott Lawrence doing a great impression. It's, it's not Matt Vader, um, or Chad Vader, sorry. Um, it's, it's legit. It's Darth Vader. Uh, powerful that just makes it so much bigger but yeah like oh revenge is not the jedi way and and just the definitive i know jedi Jedi, which lord of the rings callback gotta love it i am no man ah i love it so much uh she does not succeed as well as as, as, uh she does not go over as well but it's cinematic and beautiful it is (laughs) their fight's great i love that although their fight's not the main deal um i love that we get to see enough that shows vader really fighting yeah because we don't really see that until episode five um really so i mean it doesn't really feel like ahsoka's pulling any punches it feels legit um because while they're fighting ezra and kanan are removing the holocron to stop the thing Mm -hmm. um which it's just accepted what was it going to do whatever Pompeii stuff it did before. Yeah, it's <laughs> not, sure all not good for a future um, apprentice to sniff. Right. So they escape with the holocron, and, but Ahsoka s- 
stays to ensure their escape, although she didn't technically have to. Uh, but I think what kept her there was the Anakin moment. Yeah, the moment where Vader's mask is damaged and he says, Ahsoka. Yeah, and it's Matt Latner. It's Matt Latner. They bring him back for that one delivery of that, that moment of just like, I don't think it was so much clarity. I think it was just this moment of, you meant to do that. Like, yeah. wow. Like, it, it's this almost, he's feeling, like, yeah. I, I think, I think he's feeling like, wow, you want to kill me. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think it's this, when you're in a bad mental place, this becomes that battle of, see, this is why I don't care about people. This is why I don't have attachments. This is why I don't try. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why in the beginning he was just like, no, Anakin's dead. I'm Darth Vader. And this was a re- like, this was a, this is why I'm Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. Like this person I cared about and cared about me now wants to kill me. Like not being able to see your part in the problem, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, do you get why she wants to, like, that, why she's doing this, though? Like, yeah. it's it's not inherently malice. She's, she's trying to protect her new family. Yeah. And there's a point where you realize she didn't get there on her own. Yeah. Like, um, you didn't exactly help. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. And, that, and that's what I mean. Is it's just like, it's this, you're choosing to see it as them against you to support your yeah. very negative viewpoint and keep yourself there like this this that's the that's the linchpin of vader is he chooses to be vader and and he uses Mm. he twists his surroundings to uh, to legitimize his choice Mm. you know it's the same thing of like when say say you talk to 10 people about your problems and one of them cares and nine don't you don't care about the one person that cared about your problems you you focus on the nine people that don't care and you what this is why I don't talk about my problems. Yeah. And then you go back to doing unhealthy things. And it's just like that, like that's Vader. He yeah. had, he had good things, but he focused on the not good things. Yeah. And let that spoil the good things. So we get that one moment and that's when she's like, I'm not going to leave you again. And I love this transition yeah. of then you will die. Yeah. <laughs> I just love that switch back to Vader of just like, all right then. We're doing this. Yeah. Huh? Um, ultimately, the 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 tower does go up, and, and he, uh, Vader eventually emerges. Uh, we know it's confirmed for us that Maul escapes and everything, and mm-hmm. everybody goes home. Jedi business achieved? Question mark. Jedi business <laughs> changed. I think um, Jedi business put off for a right. Bit. Like, uh, well, at least those three Inquisitors are dead. So surely most of our problems are solved <laughs> uh i mean it's just vader right now right yeah, right no more inquisitors right right maybe i mean there are other numbers i mean ezra's kind of looking menacing with that new holocron he's got there but you know you know, you know. <laughs> we're just not gonna talk about that right now i the look on rex's face at the end oh of this i'm episode. glad they didn't like really lean into it i'm glad they just left it to we, oh. we know how that's gonna go yeah any last thoughts for the record any, any i mean we could technically go on and on i'm so bad yeah like, um i at I, least it's not about I, your yeah. boy it's, it's not about my boy yeah it will be about my boy eventually what, but right now i'm just 
I don't think you're going to be as sad as you think you will be. I, I'm going to just going to say that I'm will come back to it and see how wrong I am, <laughs> but I don't you think so. Do not underestimate my ability to feel sad. <laughs> I get what you're saying, even though I don't think you said it right. No, I did not. Um, but you know what? I don't care. Because meanwhile, here I am, Darth Vader, one of my favorite. I love the things where it's just sad. <laughs> like, I know you do. Oh, I'm killing parts of my emotions and all this <laughs> other trauma and everything. Like, yeah. The things that make him the worst are the things where I'm just like, oh, yeah, give me that. Give me, give me those yummy little, little bitches. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> You've taken a lot of day quilt. <laughs> so, but anyway, uh, it, it begs the question yet again. When in season seven did Vader go back to the ship? Uh, yeah, that's what I mean. Um, did it happen right after this? Did it happen later? Did it happen? I think uh, we. T- I think we brought it up before when they first met. Like, remember when they had that like connection? Yeah. In the ship, and that's when he was like, "The apprentice lives." Ooh. I think that's when he went back. I I think he went back there knowing he wasn't going to find anything, mm-hmm. and that's what he wanted. Yeah. He wanted to confirm if I don't find any evidence of her, then it's true. It is her, mm-hmm. and I'm going to have to deal with that. Um, it makes way more sense than one of the first things he does as Vader is, hey, I'm going to go check out that planet. Um, yeah. Just because also it's snowtroopers. Like there's legitimate Imperial things there. I think we're well into it. So I think earlier in this season when Ahsoka reached out and felt, oh, dang, mm-hmm. that's Anakin. Um, that's when he was like, I need to make sure um who this is and sure enough he was right yeah uh and unfortunately for ahsoka she was right and and i just love the payoff this is the ultimate well done payoff to that moment yeah that realization of your master your idol your friend you don't know them anymore they are not who you remember yeah and you just talk you can't talk them down like she didn't even really try like, like we didn't even really get into that. Like, she didn't even mm-hmm. start off with the, there's still good in you. Like, and that's why she wasn't going to ever redeem him. No. I'm not, I'm not putting that as a fault to her side mm-hmm. or anything. Um, I, I just, I just mean, like, that's why she wasn't the one meant to do that. No. That's, that was Luke's job. Because I think she was so caught up in the emotion of, you killed my master, even if he is you technically. Well, I, I think she saw it as a humane favor of mm. like, at least be put down by someone you love. True. Uh, you know, at least I have the decency to actually end it, mm. unlike Obi-Wan. I'm just saying. I think Obi-Wan saying. was just too old and too just set in his You mean ways. in four or three? In four. Oh, he wasn't going to, he knew he wasn't, he was not looking yeah. to fight Vader. That's but what I mean. As soon as it like, happened, he knew, he knew what like, was going to happen. Yep. Bye. He was accepting his fate uh, at that point. That's, yeah. that's that whole thing. That's that whole scene. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. You, Great episode. Do you ever think about just the niceness? Sorry. I'm belaying the end of the, <laughs> the end of the podcast. But, like, I love the poetic cinema of the fact that that was Obi-Wan accepting his fate. And then I'm never going to get tired of talking about Luke doing the same exact thing, but in a different way. At the end of mm-hmm. Last Jedi. 
I know I'm not going to win against you. I'm not meant to win against you. Yeah. Yeah. I never wanted to win against you. I mm-hmm. just wanted to let you know that I'm here mm-hmm. and you're not going to get rid of me. Uh, I think Luke did that better. Yeah, I know. Uh, I, you know, but <laughs> I'm going to live inside your head rent free until <laughs> you die. <laughs> right. Um, I do think that Darth Vader had a Ben Solo moment after that, though, of whoops. Do you feel better? Mm-hmm. Did that solve all of your problems? Do you not hate anymore? Like, mm-hmm. you know. It's is, like do, talking to a friend after they punched a wall. Is like, did like, that work? Right. Did, did that, that help? help? You know, like, uh, I, I love that they acknowledge, like, yeah, you killed your dad. What? The, what? What, what? what? You're still not perfect? You're st- you're still strong? Like, uh, I hope he had that kind of moment. Oh, yeah. I'd love to see, like, a Charles Soule comic where he's just sitting in his quarters. <laughs> Charles Soule can't do everything. I want it, though. Uh, fine. Gosh. We have to have other comic. jobs. <laughs> uh, that's fine. I just want um, a moment where he's sitting in his chamber, just like we just hear the breathing and he's just looking at his hands like, oh, oh, no. <laughs> meh, I, don't, I don't know. I caution against too much humanity invader, but I, I would like to see. Well, I got to go kill some more because maybe that'll do it. Uh, maybe so. that'll make my daddy love me. This will do it uh, for, <laughs> for this. episode. No, you're fine. It's just we can't talk about everything. Um yeah, I mean, obviously lots of good stuff to talk about. Love love this episode. Great episode. Like I said, it's peak for me, uh, but there's a lot more uh, exciting things. We've got some very intriguing, cool things coming up in Season 3 that I can't wait for your commentary and thoughts on. So, looking forward to that. And that's why we don't want to stop this. We Like, you know, I, yeah. I, I'm loving this new world of Star Wars. Because Rebels does a lot of different things and everything, and it's just a special space in Star Wars animation that um, I, I I enjoy you experiencing. I'm not acknowledging that. Special space? No. Okay. No. You should feel bad. I do. Good. Um, anyway, so. <laughs> I just have depression, though. So I just, just I feel, I, I feel like I'm the Markiplier to our audience. <laughs> like, I feel like. You're the honest, I'm the honest. Exactly. Because I, I'm, I'm pretty sure people constantly wonder how much of it's a joke uh it's all a joke because life is a joke because life is just finite and we're all just waiting to die when I was you're a dying kid, when I was right a kid, now we were too poor to afford jokes <laughs> uh we were too poor. uh we were too ford <laughs> we were too ford to be a good car <laughs> oh gosh. turn it off just end it um We'll be back at some point. Like I said, uh, next week is a main show and a Nerdyverse. We've already mentioned Nerdyverse is getting international uh, with uh, what our topic is. Um, and our main show, we're getting into from a certain point of view. So um, I think we're going to try and do the first one first because yes. I, I really I have a recommended list for you. I don't um, want to be sad anymore. And then we're going to... Uh, reconvene uh, at a later time on the newest one uh, from a certain point of view of The Empire Strikes Back. So uh, we, I love those books. I know you do. I love those books so much. So I'm very excited for the month of November to be able to talk about those. And hopefully everybody will be listening. Um, but yeah, we'll be main show and Nerdyverse next week. Thank you to everyone listening. Thank you to our patrons who are awesome. Uh, especially since right now we don't have sponsors. So yay, yay, no ads, but also, oh, no ads. Uh, It is what it is. We're, you know, eh, I don't know. 
but uh, what would be great is to share this and and show people you like it and tell people about it. Uh, if you did like it, that'd be amazing. Um, but if nothing else, just listening is, mm-hmm. is great too. That's reassuring that there's other people out there that are like, hey, these two weirdos are worth it uh, for like 30 minutes and no more, and no then less. And turn it off. Yeah, uh, but no, uh, yeah. So thank you. Uh, have a great week and what's left of it or week whenever this goes out. It's just, just and just, uh, just do you do you ever do you ever have you ever have have you ever had a dream? <laughs>